Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that is the new music. Mm. Recasted is really jerkin'. <laughs> we are moving down the path of pure 60s fanatics to lovely 90s pop consumerism as we continue on this month's theme of movies about bands and let's be honest, who said they had to be real life bands? It's true. Nobody. You know, taking his Chevy to the levee, we got Hassa. Hello. And making them all go bye-bye-bye, it's myself, Chris. <laughs> we didn't cast them. Oh, no. Uh, we'll be up front with you. There's no subliminal messages hidden in this podcast. We just can't get the sponsors anyhow. <laughs> so you can join us on our next trip through the world of pop music that takes us to the more wholesome time of milkshakes and jalopies in the town of Riverdale. Because that's what Archie always drove. Uh, is it? Yeah. He drove a jalopy? He drove a jalopy. Okay. As we recast Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, from 2001. 2001, which I spelt as Pussycats. Because <laughs> I put the X in the wrong spot. Ah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we're off to a good start so far. We only had like three spelling errors in there. True. Okay. So... Josie and the Pussycats, 2001. A, a weird thing to happen, because there was no, like, Archie show. There was no Archie movie. This just came out of nowhere. It really did. And, like, even even they knew it was weird, because, like, um, Alexandra, Missy Pyle's mm -hmm. character, when they go, why are you here? He's like, I was in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> like, there was a lot of, like... There was a lot of referential yeah, stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of that. It's like... No one listens to music anymore. They only watch movies. And we're going to put <laughs> subliminal messages in movies. <laughs> watch Josie and the Pussycats. It's the best movie ever. Um, Mr. Movie Phone. That yeah. would be the epic voice guy. But the thing is, like, you'd have to make this. I would want to make this now. Because, like, imagine, like, all the weird, like, subliminal TikToks and mm -hmm. Instagram posts and all the fun things you could do with the over over, over saturation of yeah. sponsorships that is in this movie that was super funny to me i love the fact that like, this whole movie is about a week long it's yeah. not even that it's like three days or mm -hmm. something and yeah and i love the i love the joke that Dejour fell into the into a um metallica parking lot <laughs> uh, i pray to god i do the word sanderson <laughs> <laughs> I might change that part a little bit. I just don't want a Metallica group beating up a pop group. Because let's be honest, I doubt they probably would. So here's my my fun thing with that yeah. group with De Jour. Who De Jour. Are, who were made up by Donald Faison. Oh, great. Seth Green and Breckenmeyer and some other guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he was somebody, but I have no idea who he was. I know. Um, Alexander Martin. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess he well he was in Can't Hardly Wait, so maybe that was why he was part of that group. Um, but anyway, I would change that to being like this is the group that has then come back, so they're all older, like in their forties, and you have like I would this is gonna sound stupid because he does it all the time, but I would definitely put Matt Damon as one of them, and. <laughs> But come on, how I, funny would that be? I know. I, I, I'd be no. like Matt Damon and Jude Law and like these like... You don't want Ben Affleck there too? Maybe. But like these aging actors doing something just stupid and funny for like 10 minutes and like... I, yeah, I have my own my own take. We'll get to there when we get to changes. But, okay. Um, yeah. You know uh, what? I'm going to say this. 
I enjoyed this movie way more now this, than I enjoyed it when it came out. This is the American Spice World. It totally is. Just without a without it being a real band. Technically, Spice Girls in that movie weren't a real band because they were pretty much high yeah. fantasy. But yeah. But like, I, I I remember this movie slightly. I remember being okay. Like I remember being good. It wasn't really marketed at. I guess. It wasn't marketed us. to you. No. But <laughs> watching it again, I was like, this movie actually is pretty damn funny. Yeah. You know, if it's not a class acting, but. You still get these stupid jokes in there that yep. made me crack up. I laughed often at Tara Reid Ta- and how, how unbelievably stupid she is. When they're doing the walk-in to Fiona's party and it's like, Josie's like, I'm a fraud. They're going to know it. And Val- <laughs> or Valerie's like, Josie thinks I'm a fraud and yeah. no, I shouldn't be here. Yeah. And she's just, if, if you're happy, happy and you know. <laughs> and she claps And then hands. the lights go off. And you're like, <laughs> And then she looks around like she turned the lights off. <laughs> Or, yeah. or when she sits on the O, and she's like, I have this cold shiver in my spine. You're that, sitting on the O. That's the O. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's quite a few of her just unbelievably mm-hmm. stupid n- moments that were funny, at the very least. But yeah, yeah I enjoyed the, I enjoy this movie. I think it's I stupid think it in all the right ways. and Better than last week's movie. Yeah, better than last week's movie. But last week's movie but... took itself a little too seriously, but also had the humor of that era of like Revenge yeah. of the Nerds and stuff like that, where it's just like this is just the too annoying, much. the annoying voice yeah, yeah, and yeah. the super energy. The one thing I will say, and I, I talked about it a little bit in the opening, was there's the two different fan- fanaticism. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I said that right. Yeah. Where that was, the Beatles were the big one. We talked about it last week because it was all about we didn't have social media, we didn't have internet, we didn't have this. Like they were a big band because it was basically you only saw or heard them. Right. When you could, yeah, or you had to buy the record. Yeah, this was all about basically what happened in the '90s, early 2000s, which is basically it's still kind of happening. Well, it was the manufacturing of the '90s pop group. Yeah, but it's also like this one-hit wonder factory, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, okay, you have one hit, you make one album, people forget about you. Yeah, like you're gone. Like you've got to continually building, and yeah. but like back in the '90s, it was all about you know. What are they wearing? Oh my God, they're wearing like we just said. Teen, the Spice Girls were teen, basically what this beat, was. Yeah, you know, Tiger Beat, all those magazines that. Yeah. Oh you know, God. They're still around today, some of them anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I, I completely agree with you. This is a very different kind of fandom. This is like, what is like? That's why I think having it now would be fun because mm-hmm. you literally you could keep going with it. It's basically a reality TV show without it being a reality TV show, right? So. Yeah, and I think, I mean, there are, I've changed maybe the, the, we'll get to there in a moment anyways, okay. but I was going to say, we'll change parts of the story a bit where I don't want to like this over the top record company and this weird, like we have subliminal messages. Like you could still do that, but I don't want it to be as over the top as it was. Or you could, oh, whatever, you. screw you. <laughs> do you want to tell, tell us a little bit about this film and then I'll tell you some fun facts. Okay. So, um, hold on. i got to bring up my phone. Oh, he's not ready, people. Well, we were talking. Okay, so this movie came out April 9th, 2001. Um, Rotten Tomato score is actually fairly decent. 53% Mm -hmm. critics and audiences 52%. So, you know, middle of the road, you know. Oddly enough, yeah, last week's movie was 90 percentile, but still accounting for taste. Did you catch the weird Justin Chatwin cameo? 
So at the very beginning, do you know who Justin Chatwin is? From Shameless and Dragon Ball Z and... Oh, yeah, I think so. He was at the very beginning as the guy who was like, I love Dujour, but you know, not that way. And you know, it's cool Oh, yes. That's, <laughs> I'm like, and we were watching the movie, I'm like, why do I recognize that dude? And I looked up, I'm like, oh my God. That... <laughs> oh, we're like brothers. Yeah. <laughs> like brotherly love. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed the shit out of this movie, and I think it'd be fun if you did it now to um, to literally go like pop star, never stop, never stopping level of parody on it, yeah. and have all the other people, have tons of other pop stars popping in and doing stuff like this saying is, hi, and yeah. walking past them, and you know. This is where you get the Justin Timberlakes, and you get the Justin yeah. Beavers, and mm-hmm. even and Michael like, Buble, because Michael Buble is going to be in downtown vancouver somewhere he might as well just <laughs> whole thing was filmed in vancouver um well when they walked in the record store i'm like that looks like our old hmv it probably was and it was yeah. right because the whole thing was filmed here i'm yeah. like that's going to prompt, prompt me to look it up and be like oh no it was all filmed here yeah. i guess they just like using vancouver's riverdale yeah <laughs> what is it 14 years later after they made this they yeah. started making riverdale so Okay, do you want some fun facts? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, fun facts. We don't have a song. Fun facts. <laughs> right, I'm going to keep singing it. Okay. So, to stay with the consumer economy tone of the film, from beginning to the end, there are approximately 73 companies who have product placements shown. From Jeez. logos to actual items ranging in entertainment, electronics, fashion, food, hygiene, and cars, no money was received from all the product placement in the film. Really, you just put all it that all. product placement should have paid for the film. <laughs> Basically, there was a thing I didn't add it into my fun facts, but there was one about um, Gibson guitars. Yeah, was going to be like the guitar of the film, but the other one, I can't Marshall? remember, whatever it the, was, the really big one. No, it wasn't a big one, but they had made a better arrangement with them. Oh, so, okay. So, interesting, speaking of Riverdale, the TV show, it was 2017, by the way. Hmm. Um, Due to the level of profanity and adult themes, the family-friendly Archie comics, which published the original Josie and the Pussycat stories, would denounce the film and discourage people from seeing it. Strangely, many years (laughs) later, the comic would not only be fine with it, but also promote the television series Riverdale, based on the Archie stories which also featured Josie, Melody, and Valerie as secondary characters, which arguably has a much darker adult theme in its storyline than this movie. I'm pretty sure that first season revolves not only around the mur- a murder, but around Archie having sex with his teacher. Yes, yes it does. <laughs> so, screw you guys. <laughs> okay, um, Times Al- have changed. Yes. Alan Cummings' character tells the girls how lucky they are to be able to go back to their 10-year high school reunion as huge successes. I caught this. Three <laughs> years earlier in Romeo and Michelle's yeah. high school reunion, which we did, yeah. his character was the great, greatest success at the 10-year reunion. Likely the line was an intentional reference. Yeah, I, when I heard that, I thought that too. Because he also kind of looks at the, the he screen. Kinda lo- they, they do a lot, quite a few fourth wall, wall breaks yeah. in this movie. So. Um, so the concert scene at the end of the movie was filmed at... The Pacific Coliseum in Vancouver. Because everything else was filmed in Vancouver. Fun fact on that, I saw Evanescence there. It was one of my first concerts there. Was it the Evanescence Stone Sour concert? It was the, like the very first Evanescence concert that was ever out. It was when their CD just came out. I was supposed to go to that one. Yeah. And Sick Tyler and Matt went instead. Yeah. Or Kurt and Tyler, one of the two. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, 
In order to get as many teens into the Coliseum as possible, thousands of complimentary tickets were given out at record stores with the promise of a performance by B44, a popular boy band in Canada at the time. Yeah, you remember before four? No. The boy band performed their hit song, Get Down, multiple times to the crowd in between takes of the scenes. (laughs) Their one song? That's all it says. Oh, that's funny. Okay, and lastly, just because we love our Star Wars universe here, two of the Pussycats later joined the Star Wars universe. Rachel Lee Cook voiced numerous characters in video games and cartoons, and Rosario Dawson, of course, plays Ahsoka Tano in both The Mandalorian and the upcoming Ahsoka. In addition, Seth Green, who we all know is Travis of DuJour, Mm -hmm. that's the only place he's known for, uh, voiced several characters in Star Wars The Clone Wars and other Star Wars projects. As well as he played Chris Griffin in the, you know, Star Wars parody <laughs> yes. on Family Guy. Breckenmeyer was Boba Fett on the Robot Chicken mm. Star oh, yeah. Wars stuff. Because was, it was him and yeah. Seth Green's project, right? Oh. Robot Chicken. Um, him, Rosario Dawson, Rachel Lee Cook. I think even Tara Reid at one point have all done voiceovers for Robot Chicken. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, they've all been yeah. on there at some point. Actually, I don't know about Tarried, but yeah. Um, but yeah, those are your those are some of your fun facts for Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. So, how are you changing Josie and the Pussycats? Well, I think we're in agreement. It's now. It'd just be more fun now. Yeah. With every with all the apps and stuff, it'd be more fun now. Like they come out with an app that. Because literally... wouldn't it be funny if they're like, Flip is the new TikTok. <laughs> Because you just make something. I know Flip's a coupon app, and that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> I, I don't know, but still, I'm going to go with you. But like, you know, make up, make up an app and be like, this is the new Instagram. This is the new. <laughs> this is the new Instagram. And this, and this and this. And I just, I think you can do so much product placement. Oh, yeah. Um, I like the fact that they're still a band that plays instruments, which is yes. something you don't see too often these yeah. days. And I think that should be part of the conversation as well. It should be like, hey, well, you can just not play instruments. And they're like, no, this is kind of part of who we are. Well, I think they should go in the recording studio and be like, we're going to play. And they'll be like, we already have the soundtrack laid out. And you're like, what? Yeah, you just need to sing. <laughs> yeah. Tara Reid's character just stands there. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. That's all I got. Um. Yeah, not really. I don't really want to change too much from this. Like, Mm -hmm. I still want to keep it very much the same. As I said, just tone down the whole, like, super evil corporation a little bit. Yeah. Like, make it a little more subtle throughout the the thing. I kind of wanted to give the, like, the, like, one more layer of conspiracy and i thought about doing that but i I changed my mind about it because i kind of like i don't know for me personally i completely disagree with you i think it should be over the top over the top crazy like it's as i said like you can't Mm. the the best music parody movie so far has to be pop star pop star like and if you don't go that far with it you're not gonna even get like you're not gonna compete so I think he would, because um, like, come on, they had so many people in that movie just praising this fake band for no. inventing a dance <laughs> to the donkey roll. <laughs> but the only thing is that movie did not do very successfully. No, that's very true. Which is, I think, one hindrance to it was the fact that it was 
very over the top, mm. which is why I'd say we need to pull it back. We need to find that ground in between that and a little more like straight comedy, right? I think you can find a healthy medium in between. I think this is a cameo-laid movie, though. 100%. Like, yeah. you could even, if you really wanted to, throw in the old Archie people from Riverdale and just be like, we don't talk about them. Well, see, to be honest, I thought you'd also have, like, some reality TV show where the Pussycats are judging. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where you have the three of them come back to do yeah. something fun, right? You would have you'd have the three come back, or I'm... at least the two. Yeah, Tara Reid's kind of gone downhill yeah. in in life and stuff. So. You'd have Rosario Dawson and Rachel Lee Cook show up and yeah. just be like, oh, "I like your ears," yeah. as they're like walking around. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Hope you did better than we did. <laughs> Try voiceover for Star Wars. Wrapping <laughs> on Star Wars. <laughs> Marvel's hiring. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, there's not really, I would like a little more references to the Archie comics a bit. Yeah. I think it would just be stupid to have like Archie and them in the background running around doing something and you can have Sabrina the Teenage Witch doing something over there But the thing and is, just be like, the, what the, the hell? The thing you run into the issue with that is if you're going to have the characters from the show doing mm-hmm. it, one, the show is completely gone I supernatural would, and weird. I would. And two, they already have a Josie and the Pussycats. So no, unless I know. you're going to use them, no, right? We'd go accept. We'd go yeah. more of like trying to find actual characters that look like the so, comic. So, so kind of like how Space Jam did its cameos. A little bit. Like, hey, you see, there's there's Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze, but it's not uh, clearly not Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. Because <laughs> for some reason they just thought that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Why not? Stupid movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I just think you need to go far, and I think it'd be fun to have this set now with the, and you know have the du jour as this aging pop group that's like, well, we we kind of heard this back when we were doing it originally, but now it's like really, really like in there. It's like, oh, time to time to kill them again. <laughs> it was that or they thought they killed them, and like, no, we escaped, <laughs> but we ended up in Mexico, <laughs> and then we ended up in South America. <laughs> We're now a mariachi band. We're now <laughs> Matt Damon and a mariachi band. Sure, let's not uh, culturally appropriate something there, but I will pay to see this. One guy's in Lederhosen. He's like, I was in Germany at the time. Look <laughs> at the new village people. <laughs> I just imagine, though, they're like, no, we, we broke up. We went our separate ways to find the real music and yeah. came back together. <laughs> Sorry. One okay. guy's got a didgeridoo. <laughs> I don't even know how to play this. Whatever, dude. <laughs> I think I hit people with it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, but I think you should kind of keep their, their, like, their fun, like, not punk, but, like, rock and roll pop vibe that the good band actually has. They had a and decent... Apparently, their, their album was actually... More successful than their movies, and so. um, also with that, you should have people who did that. Like this movie should definitely have Gwen Stefani in it, mm-hmm. and people like that uh, uh, Shirley Manson from Garbage, like women who have made a life in rock and roll as well as pop music, right? 
I don't want to say some older rockers because I'm like, I don't know if they're alive or not. Is I Jet do. Jones still alive? Joan Jett? Joan Jett? Yes. Okay. Jet Jones. Joan Jett's still alive. Jet's still alive. Yeah. Heart, I think, still alive. Yeah. Because, like, those would be the bands that at least Josie yeah. should idolize, right? The groups that she should idolize, right? So. And then, you know, have the... Have the... Oh, also... Is he from Mailstorm? One of the things... God, he doesn't song. exist anymore. Well, he does, but his thing doesn't exist anymore, Carson Daly. So, like, this, I had this funny thought. Wouldn't it be just hilarious if Taylor Swift came to try and kill them? I don't know why, but I think it'd be funny as shit. I would 100%. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you this. 100%. Be like, Taylor Swift? Yes. Be like, how do you think I stayed on top for so long? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> It has to be somebody else, though. Like, I'm thinking yeah. Katy Perry, but... Yeah. That feud between us was just a fraud. Yeah. We're <laughs> actually we working together. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because, like, Carson doesn't... Like, I know his shows... But like, Lady Gaga can come in and save the day. Yeah. So. Yes, like, no, I don't, I don't gonna... think Carson's relevant anymore, is he? Yeah. It would be... I mean, even, wow, I was going to say Ryan Seacrest, but even Ryan Seacrest isn't really a big, there's nothing really, again, we don't really watch a lot of MTV anymore, so. No. There's I don't nothing think really, it's really a thing anymore. No. There's no, like, real big, other than, like, Entertainment Tonight still runs. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You just, you'd have to have another pop star of some yeah. sort, or somebody that was just, like, completely thrown out of the, mm-hmm. Out of the picture. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, any more changes? Anything else? No. Oh, sorry. I did have one more. Um, I hate the stupid romance storyline. With Alan M? With Alan M. So, I'm keeping the character. I'm keeping... I want to make it a friend. Or at least a better romance. Like, they're actually together. Mm-hmm. Right? Instead of it being this stupid... Hey, I like you, but I don't want to say anything. Hey, I like you, but I don't want to say anything. Bullshit that is such prevalent in the early, the late 90s, early 2000s yeah. movies. Because, like, it, it's stupid. I think you just do it. This is how I do it. You kind of do the playfulness they have back and forth where he's like, hey, I really want to tell you something. Like, if, if you need to tell somebody something really important, should you? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, God, this guy at work smells. I think you keep that kind of play into it. Until you get nearer to the end. But, but the thing is, instead of her going, oh, she should have giggled and laughed. And yes. like, you know, she should have been like, oh, you're an idiot. And yeah, then yeah. continued on. You should get to like three quarters in the movie where they, she turns to Wyatt. And he's like, this guy needs to go and be like, you mean my boyfriend? Yeah. Like, it should already be established. No, they've been going out. Yeah. But they just don't really say it until further down. Yeah, because like, again, we've, we've talked about this many, many times, how, how stupid those storylines are. Granted, it's in the opposite direction this time, which is mm-hmm. something interesting. But uh, yeah, I although I, I do, I do like the concert mid like mid song. Hey, we're having a whole conversation <laughs> across the Pacific Coliseum <laughs> in the that middle is, of a rock concert. I like how her voice is still amplified from the microphone, even though she's not near it. <laughs> oh jeez, I want them to drop him too. Is he okay? We don't know. <laughs> Keep playing. 
We've only done one song, and we don't really know if we like it. Anyways. Those are all the changes. Okay, so clear this up for me. How did this movie end? Like, does it end with them still being a band? Like, do we have the record deal? Does it end with them just walking back to Riverdale? Like, do people still like them? Because it just kind of ends, and then bloopers show up. I I thought you were asking me, like, how the movie ended. I'm like, did you not watch it? (laughs) I was like, yeah. I would assume. But do you know what I mean? Well, so here's here's what it is. I would assume that because the record company's CEO or whatnot, whatever she is, Fiona, gets thrown in jail. Which I love the fact that the government's just like, nah, we're gonna we like we're gonna use you as a scapegoat now because yeah. this wasn't gonna work. I would keep it that they still have a record deal because, regardless of how they got there, they're probably popular. Yeah. Right. No matter what, they still made a lot of money for the, the company. So the you, company would at least give them another album, probably. Yes. And see, that's why I wanted somebody above Tig, as well, like in, as part of the. I would sorry, just have it as like someone above Fiona. Yeah. I said Tig because I wanted it to be Tig Notaro, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> for some reason, Whatever. I really wanted her to play Fiona, but she's just not yeah. the right. It's fine. She's not the right humor level. But I, I like having her in stuff, so I kind of wanted that. Just like, as the person who... Fe- I remember in Spice World? Yes. How the record company would call Roger Moore yeah. randomly? I kind of wanted her to be that character. But you could do it where they just, at the end of it, you know, they come off stage. You know, they seem to be a big hit. And yeah. it's just the other record company comes in and be like, well, we bought them. Yeah. And you're like, wait, it's only been five minutes. They're like, oh, no, we know. <laughs> Elon but we want to walks up and yeah. like, "Hey, we bought this record company. Do you want <laughs> Justin Timberlake walks up and be like, "I bought the record company. You guys want to continue working?" Me and Jay Z. Me and Jay Z. <laughs> yeah. Because he's got so much money. Jay Z and Beyonce show up. Hey, Beyonce was apparently one of the people at this time. She probably like they, wouldn't have been. She a, um she wasn't Beyonce at this she, time. Yeah, right? her and Aaliyah had both auditioned. Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> Um, and both were turned down instead. For Rosario? I believe so. Yes. because not, not that I don't love Rosario, but like that's crazy. Well, because they said Beyonce was too shy and quiet at the time. Okay. And Aaliyah was too... didn't Wasn't going to be comedic enough. Was this before or after Queen of the Damned? I wonder. Aaliyah died. Yes. Three months after this movie was released. Oh, so after yes <laughs> so. just for your that was a leo right yes yeah but um i was gonna say something because you brought it up i miss movies having bloopers in their credits god yeah 100%. i love bloopers i think everything they, they should m- have a blooper they make movies so much better yeah and because even when you rewatch them you can remember the blooper yeah. and you remember like oh hey this is what happened in this scene right and sometimes, sometimes DVDs, Blu-rays, and all those have the extra features. Their gag reels just aren't enough. Like, they don't They're like really... a minute and a half long and stuff no, like they, that. They're not even that. They're like a minute and a half, and half of them are just like, oh, I messed up the line. Ha, ha, ha. Where they're like, some of these were just ridiculously funny. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, like, especially Friends now... Friends always where, has the best boobies. Where everything is filmed digitally, like, they mm-hmm. never turn the camera off, like... Unless they're resetting something yeah. or something like that. So there's no reason to not have bloopers on stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, back when it was film, like, yeah, you won't want to waste film, right? No, but so, this was the, that was the way to keep people in seats while yeah. 
you still had credits rolling. Like, now they just that's go. One of, that's always one of the best things about a Jackie Chan film. Oh, is the, the credits where you get to watch him screw up 50 times doing a stunt. Right? Rush hours. <laughs> yeah. Bloopers were some of the, the top tier bloopers. Mm-hmm. Like, especially every time he'd call him Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to see that. Wouldn't we like to see that, Jackie? Sure thing, Chris Good Tucker. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's face it. Chris Tucker wasn't a great actor. No. Well, okay. Should we uh, talk about the cast? Let's talk about the cast. Okay, so this movie was directed by Harry Elephant and Deborah Kaplan. I think this was the last movie they directed. Was it? Because it did so poorly. Um, I might be wrong. Writer, director. Oh, he only directed four things. Um, I might be right. <laughs> directed Can't Hardly Wait, Jealousy and the Pussycats, Mary and Jane, two episodes, and then something called Liza on Demand, 12 Liza episodes. M- Liza Minnelli? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a YouTube star named Liza. Oh. It says YouTube on the poster. I'm not just making that up. <laughs> YouTube's the new TikTok. So, yeah. TikTok's the new Instagram. Okay. Floop de flop is the new TikTok. <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's see about oh. the. Yeah, it's the same. They must have been. A, they must be a team because they like <laughs> the exact same things. I'm sorry. I just have so many dirty things because of Pussy and the Cat. Pussycats. Pussy and the cats. <laughs> Josie and the pussycats. Like, they'd come up with all these apps, but no matter how you do the app. Right? Josie and the pussy apps. <laughs> pussy apps. There you go. But it still does not sound right. No way you can say this does not sound dirty. No. No. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, where should we start? I have a different uh, order than you do, so. Um, what do you have well, at the bottom? I I had Alexandra at the bottom because it's her. Two, the, the yeah. Two Alexes at the bottom. Yeah. Just because they're. I did not realize when I was watching this movie that they mm-hmm. are both named Alex. Yeah, one's Alexander and one's Alexandra. I didn't notice that. I, I love the fact when she <laughs> she has the white stripe in her hair, which I think is <laughs> what she has in the in the comic, and the one. Like, like, FBI you know, guys like skunk on that. Oh, it's oh, just your hair. hair. Oh, stupid haircut. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that joke made me laugh. That guy is Tom Butler. I mean, we didn't cast him, but no. he's a, a character actor, oh, yeah. lots of TV and stuff like that. So, we might as well bring his name up. Um, most known for this movie, actually, oddly enough. Weird. Um, Shooter, where he was the president. Sonic the Hedgehog two, and uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Was he in Freddy vs. Jason? Dr. Campbell? Okay. Yeah. I guess the doctor of the sleep clinic? Uh, I think so. Anyway, um, who did I say we were doing first? We're doing Alexandra. Alexandra. Missy Pyle. Miss Pyle. Oh, don't ask me what Missy Pyle's known for. You, sh- you should know at least one of the things she's known for, because we've recasted one of the movies she was in. Oh, God. She played an alien. Yeah, that was Galaxy Quest. Yes. She's known for Galaxy Quest. She has that face that I can see, but I can't. She's also known for Charlie and the Shocking Factory. She plays as Mrs. Beauregard. Yeah. Um, she's known for Dodgeball as Fran. Oh, that's where I was trying to get um, it. And she was in The Artist. Oh, I didn't know. So. Yes, Dodgeball. Yeah, but Galaxy Quest. Yeah, but Dodgeball's awesome. That Dodgeball is awesome. Not better than Galaxy Quest. I'll give you that. Galaxy Quest is. We should have done Dodgeball for our sports movie. Next time. <laughs> For our, our incredibly stupid sports, mm-hmm. like 
space kitchaball. Yeah. We're going to have to pause for a sec because we're about to get yeah. interrupted. Do you want to start or shall I start? E. Wow. Uh, you start. Okay. Um, have you watched the most recent season of Stranger Things? No. Okay. Big well, surprise you're here, You're not going to know who this is. Um, but I picked uh, Grace Van Dien, who okay. most people will know as Chrissy. And okay. people want her to wake up. Oh, wake up, Chrissy. <laughs> um, she played the, the cheerleader. Episode one gets murdered. No spoiler. On that there you one. go. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she was really fun in that. And she's, you know, mm -hmm. just, and like, it was just fun seeing her at the beginning and her interaction with Eddie Munson and stuff like that. So, yeah, pick her. And, you know, people in Stranger Things tend to... Show up Dude in all of your stuff. That's <laughs> true. Every episode since Stranger Things has come out, you have put a Stranger Things person in there. Is that a problem? No. No problems I'm with not that. Re I'm not reusing them. That is very true. <laughs> okay. Who do you have? Um, so for Alexandra, I went with Morgan Turner. I don't know who that is. Uh, have you seen the Jumanji movies? I have. She is Martha. I don't know who that is. Oh, she's the <laughs> one that played um, Karen Gillian's. Oh, the um, the kid, the not the kind of like shy nerdy one. The shy nerdy one. Got it. Got it. Got it. Sorry, IMDb has like no photos of her. Okay, doesn't matter. So weird. Um, but yeah, I think she can do the deadpan annoyed really well, mm -hmm. and kind of just like that's what Alexandra is a little bit. Although mm -hmm. she is a red or blonde so she might have to dye her hair but whatever whatever i don't think that really matters that much it matters to me okay alexander alexander uh played by paulo constantino who i recognize and now i need to look constanzo this up. constanzo um he's he been is, in stuff he is known for 40 days and 40 nights road trip royal pains and something called splinter from 2000 oh i know about this horror movie yeah yeah i know i've seen him before too and stuff but okay. i don't know where he i mean he's probably like in the 90s he was in the animorphs tv series that's damn seriously it. that's where you know him from that's where i know him from axamili is rogoth is she heel yeah he played the alien okay well, I'm the, glad you clarified that he was the alien because that was ridiculous. God, I can't remember those that show very well. Yeah, you know who else is in that show? Nope. Iceman. So, the guy is Ashmore. Yeah, I like that guy, Sean Ashmore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was in it. Did you never read Animorphs as a kid? No. Really? Those were like one of the things that started me into reading. Nope. Sorry. Um, this is gonna sound. I know I'm only like two years older than you. But they ass. were just a little too on the young side when I was coming up in school. Yeah. Like, because they were like, you know how that, you know, there's like this age to this age, right? Mm -hmm. When those came out, I was just past the top age, so we never read them. Yeah. It's also how I missed Pokemon and stuff. Like, just, I was like a, a year Pokemon. beyond that. No. Yeah. yeah, see, you missed out, man. You're too old. I'm well aware of that. I feel it every day. You need to go back and watch all of the Pokemon series. No, I'm you good. A, Thank you. You have a daughter that okay, will watch it with you. Um, who, who do, do you I have? have okay, so this is the one. This is one of the two people that I actually don't really know very well, but I chose him because of a look. 
You might know him because I think you watched Ozarks. I did not. Did you not? No. Oh. Ozark. Ozark. There's no S. Eh, well, whatever. <laughs> I went with Charlie Tahan. Okay. Um, you might also know him. He did the voice of Victor Frankenstein in Frankenweenie. Never saw that either. Oh, come on. Uh, he was Eth- Never watched it. <laughs> he was Ethan in I Am Legend. The... I don't know. Oh, I guess he would have been the young kid. Yeah, I believe he's the young kid. Okay. Um, I kind of chose him because his IMDb photo looks like he's a stoner type dude. Okay. And, yeah, like, I think he kind of has that deadbeat manager look to him. Hmm. And he kind of looks similar to Morgan Turner a bit, so they look like they could be siblings. Yeah. That was more of the big pull. I needed to find somebody who looked similar enough. I didn't go for that at all. Yeah, well, that's you. Yeah. Um, Apparently I, it was on Gotham, too, by the way. Okay, cool. I went with someone who I know can be... Because, like, this character was kind of like a, a shitty person, but he also teased them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of went with that angle instead. I kind of went with somebody who I know can be sassy and sarcastic and yep. play off other people really well. So I went with Brianna, Brianna Hildebrand, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warrior, yep. because of that. Because of how awesome she is bouncing off Wade and stuff like that, right? Hi, Wade. <laughs> Hi, Yukio. <laughs> um, but because I kind of wanted that from this character, where it'd be fun to see see her, like, insulting them, being like, you're not really a band anyway. I do my best as your <laughs> manager. And then when they could become super popular, being like, oh, I'm all in, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. And then I kinda... believed in you from the start. <laughs> you weren't even at our show the other night. <laughs> no, no, no. You missed, you missed that. Yeah. I was out... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Then again, like I've said this before when I've casted her, I like I would like to see her in more stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she hasn't been in a ton of things, but then we're also waiting on uh Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3. Someone on um little bit of a tangent, someone on TikTok that I was watching, I probably should remember who mentioned this and how funny it would be to when they introduce him, have him and Jennifer Walters argue about who does fourth wall breaks better and have him like interrupt one of hers <laughs> i think he should just walk in and be like hey hey who are you talking to this is my thing and her being like i did it before in the comics <laughs> get they, out and they like stand there and read comics like oh you did do it before pulls it out <laughs> damn it mine's in 1992 <laughs> kind of like the scene She's from like, robin hood it's like yeah i get another shot <laughs> he get, wait a minute he gets another shot sh- everyone pulls out their scripts <laughs> yeah yeah he gets, gets another, another shot, shot. <laughs> they should I'm just, we're on this tangent now. You get, you I just want to know where Deadpool's going to show up. He'll show up somewhere you least expect him. Because Ryan Reynolds is, seems to be like really pushing on some Deadpool things lately. But the thing is, Ryan Reynolds also just Marvel does whatever he keep, wants. Marvel keeps their, their secrets way tighter than Fox ever did. Mm-hmm. So we won't know until they want us to know. Yeah. yeah. Hurry it up. Okay, who's next? Um, Alan M. Alan M. Got it. I guess I'm up. Played by Gabriel Mann. No, you're up. Um, Gabriel Mann is known for... This movie. No. Then I don't know. He's known for Ray Donovan, Revenge, both TV shows, Damnation, also another TV show, and something called What If. Not the Marvel one. Okay, I was going to be like... Yeah. But, you know. 
And I do not know where he's from. No, I didn't. Uh, he was in the Batwoman TV series as Thomas Tommy Elliot slash Hush. So he was Hush in that. Ooh. I never watched the Batgirl TV series. Neither did I. Um, so All yeah. I know of that is Ruby Rose was in the first season, and then it changed to somebody else. Yeah, because the fans shit on her so much, she didn't want to do it anymore. That's terrible. Yeah. Also, uh, where's was, our Batgirl movie? She played... Um, or this guy played Bruce Banner on the Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes TV series. Oh. All right. Which is actually, if it's the one I'm thinking of, a fairly good... Yep. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. A fairly good series. I believe it's also on um, Disney+. Plus. Probably. Go watch it. It's cool. Okay. A little uh, subliminal messaging there. Go watch Disney. <laughs> Disney. Disney no, this is liminal messaging. Hey, you. Yeah. Go watch Disney. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, wait. That's super liminal. Super liminal. <laughs> My apologies, LT Smash. <laughs> who's, who's your Alan M? Oh, all right, Alan M. Um, I picked Brienne. Um, no, that's the that's the wrong the wrong line. Yeah, um, I picked Brandon Pieria. Um, you won't know him. He was in Nope. Um, nope. He played the character Angel in Nope, and he everybody in that movie was spectacular. Uh, but this guy's a little on the younger side, so than the other two actors, so I picked him for this. Um, but yeah, he's so good as this like techie guy who sets up all the cameras for them to catch the UFO. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So really, really funny. Really, really good. So yeah. Cool. Question that just because that made me think about it because he's pretty sweary in the movie. Would you want this to be rated R? I would want this to be under R, I think. Yeah. Keep it PG-13. I know it technically doesn't exist. I was gonna in say <laughs> it's kind of hard because it, it's whatever. It's the mid range between the two. I don't think you go PG thirteen because of the way they've tried to do like Riverdale and all this is more adult content. But I think I think going R is just for the sake of profanity and all that is not worth it for this. Mm-hmm. I think you need to balance again balance it. Like it needs to have enough swear words and stupidness, but still be more about music and all that because it's i think if you're going to do it that way you have a character in there like albrey plaza from scott pilgrim who just, <laughs> just gets swears. bleeped out when they're swearing no yeah so okay who is your um alan m my alan m which i apparently has a connection to miss rachel lee cook um is tanner buchanan okay i don't know who that is so if you watch Cobra Kai, he's Robbie Keen. I don't either. Um, one of the reasons I chose him was because he was in the movie He's All That. Ah. Which Rachel Lee Cook was also in because she was in She's All That. Yes. Um, so I figured it was... Uh, I don't know who you're talking about now, though. Yeah. Because I, just, I remember seeing the trailers for He's All That. Yeah, he's just kind of a pretty boy, though. So yeah. I just went for the pretty boy look. Yeah. And I was like, cool connection. Cool. Cool. Okay. Next. Who's next on your list? Um, it's a toss-up between Wyatt and Fiona. They're both, I think... I think Wyatt was in it more, so we should yeah. do him after Fiona. Let's do Fiona. So, Parker Posey? Mm-hmm. Who's the top-billed person? Is she really? She was the top-billed person Jesus. in this movie. What is Parker Posey known for? <sighs> um, Men in Black? No. Two? No. Was she not in Men in Black 2? No, you're no. thinking of Laura Flynn Boyle. Dang it, thank you. 
She was known for Scream 3, uh, where she played Jennifer Jolie. She was the person playing Nev Campbell's character, right. in the movie. Um, Superman Returns, who I think she was Lex Luthor's girlfriend in that. Um, yeah, Blade weird. Trinity, Danica Talos, who I actually like her in that movie. Hmm. I like that movie, despite how stupidly bad hmm. it is. Um, and Dazed and Confused, where she was in there for like 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, more of a part than um, Horseface, Sarah, Mer- no, no, what's her name? Horseface from Sex and the City. Why would you say this to me? Because now you put me on the spot and I had Sarah stuck in my head. Sarah Jessica Parker. There it is. Yeah. She was only in it for a little bit. So. Right. I guess I'm up. You're up. So I wanted to change Fiona, as I said, a little bit. Like, I feel like she's way over the top. Okay. And I want it to be a little bit more like business sense and strict and I don't know why. Anyways, I went with Aaron Moriarty. I guess it's Moriarty. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. Do I? It's Starlight. Starlight. From the boys. Oh! Starlight? <laughs> I know I got there. I got there. Um, okay. Because she has that. She has a face to her when she's like super annoyed. That you could just tell, like, <clears throat> I want to say it's not like a resting bitch face, but she has a pretty good bitch face. Okay. And I think I want. Sorry, I I um I did the misogynist thing when you said Aaron. I thought, dude. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's why I couldn't picture it. It's Aaron. And you said Starlight, and I'm like, why do I not know that? And then it clicked in. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking it up now because you're just like. No, no, no. You know, you need to see her, her. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> but like. Yeah, I get it. I think she could play the businesswoman that wants to be like friends with them and mm-hmm. all this, but then just be like, "No, oh, we're trying to take over and get my new app out there, which we won't name because <laughs> we can't come up with PG names for the apps." Huh? Maybe then should be a <laughs> <laughs> The development part department's been working four days straight. They can't come up with a family-friendly app name. <laughs> All they get is this, and it's just like a, a blurred out wall of names. Oh, God. Why would they even think of that one? Just like have them randomly point at the wall. That one is, that's so dirty. <laughs> Why are we the pussycats? <laughs> I don't know. Some 60s, it was fine. <laughs> Anyways, Aaron, I think it's Moriart- Moriarty. Yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, More, yeah it's got to be something like that. Okay, who'd you have? Uh, so I went quirky instead um, because of how, like, for me, it was mostly the dress that had the weird, like, feathers, at the wire that, <laughs> like, so I went with Zoe Deschanel. Good choice. Yeah. Um, like, quirky to a fault sometimes. Um, but like, when she wants to act weird, it's so much more funny. Um, I still remember, like, her and Yes Man, she was super mm-hmm. funny in that. And she had this... She had a one episode where she guest starred on Bones with her sister, and she played this like long lost cousin who was super weird. And it's just like this is just so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I really just wanted that over the topness of like the quirky outfits and like the the weird like why does she want why does she just like want to be a teenage girl all of a sudden again i think it should totally you you got to throw the joke in there about her looking very similar to katie perry <laughs> and be like that's why i ruined her career <laughs> i threw katie perry in jail 
Yeah, so. Yeah, so you should know. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Mr. We, Wyatt. Mr. Wyatt. Wyatt. Our friend Alan Cumming. Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. You think that's what he's known for? No. X-Men 2, though. If he's not known for X-Men 2, I will throw something at he you. He is 100%. I didn't do it. <laughs> he is 100% known for X-Men 2. Ah, he was so good as Kurt Wagner. <laughs> um, he's also known for GoldenEye as Boris Glyshenko. <laughs> I'm invincible. Yeah. Um, Son of the Mask, where he played oh, Loki. Oh, no. And something called The Anniversary Party, which I've never heard of. No. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's always weird, and I, I just rewatching this. I'm like, is he really? I was like, Alan Cummings. I looked it up again because like he was Nightcrawler, and then I see him in this, and I'm like, you just look and sound very different. Yeah, I was yeah. always sad when they had X Men Three, and they're like, oh, Nightcrawler's not in it because yeah. he didn't want to go back through all the pain of the. Not only that, he did not like working with Brian, Brian Singer, Singer no. who uh, turns out was good. Call. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And X Men Three was terrible, and after that, the X Men franchise, other than Logan, and maybe Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past was good, and possibly the, the first two thirds of the Wolverine. The last third of the Wolverine's not great. No, that's true. After okay. that, it just all fell apart. Who do you have? Is it my go or your go? Uh, my your go. go. Um, I picked uh, Ben Wishaw. Ah, Ben Wishaw. Yeah, I picked an actual, like a person who has the British accent and all that stuff. And I picked a British person yeah. too. So, sup? So. Sup? So. Um, yes, please. Um, so yeah, I I picked Ben Wishaw because I think he's, I really like him as Q, and um, mm-hmm. people tend to absolutely just res- unabashedly love Paddington. Um, so, Even the Queen loves Paddington. <laughs> um, I've never seen it. I probably should because of uh, Freya, but like, what movie was it? I don't know. How uh, how would I know it's why? No, this is killing me now. There was a movie I was watching recently, and they made the joke about like they're like, "What's your top three films?" And we're like, "This, this, and Paddington," and they're like, "No, oh, it was unbearable talent." Oh. Nicholas Cage. He's like, what are your top three films? Pedro Pascal, and then one of them is Paddington. Paddington. <laughs> He's like, seriously? And then they watch it, and they're like both crying <laughs> while they're watching it. Have you not seen the movie yet? No. Go watch it. It's stupid and funny. I have it on my laptop. I will <laughs> give it to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Dead I think he's. I think he can be funny in a dry kind of way, and I think. I think this character has to be at least a little bit over the top, but not like super over the top. I want him to be like that super British mm-hmm. sleazy kind of person. And I think you need to get a a British person to do that. Right. So, yeah. Also, nope. he was also in, don't forget, Alan Cumming was in Spice World. Yeah, that's true. He was their photographer. Yeah. So, anyway. This is the one thing that I went completely the opposite. And this is the over the top. This is like. This is the pop star, like, acting level of what I wanted for this. Yeah. I went with Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. Because Daniel Radcliffe shows up in movies, and he just... Plays this weirdo. He plays this weird, over-the-top sometimes. Yeah. As weird and 
not like good but not terrible that the lost city was he was pretty damn funny in it mm-hmm. and well, the think... same when he was the bad guy and now you see me too like it's not a good movie but when he's on screen it's at least entertaining yeah like he can play entertaining and i think him just playing this british person one of the benefits for for him at the very least is the fact that he doesn't need to do this anymore no he makes he made so much money off harry potter he'll never have to act again if he doesn't want to no but and i think he he just shows up in things but the thing is he picks projects now that interest him and that can make him laugh right nothing that has to be for money like the swiss army man or whatever where he plays a dead guy yeah and they didn't think that he would play all the dead guy parts so they made a dummy of him and he's like no i'm in this play yeah or like guns akimbo where he's like guns are surgically implanted on his hands like it's just dumb and fun and like like why not type of films no yeah i just i like that i wanted to throw him in there because i was like he would just make this over the top comedy then Mm -hmm. okay on to the pussycats on to the pussycats what is tara reed known for I'm assuming we're going to do Tara Rosario, Rachel. Um, sorry, Melody, Valerie, Josie? Yeah. Wait, did I do that right? Yes, yes. Melody, yes. Yeah, Tara Reed played Melody. Oh my god, why can't I think what of Tara? What is Tara Reed known for? Why can't I think of Tara Reed? Nothing? Nothing? Nothing at all. Nothing comes to mind. I not don't, not I don't American know. Pie. Damn it, yeah. <laughs> She's known for the American Pie, The Big Lebowski, Urban Legend, and National Lampoon's Van Wilder. The movie that made Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds a star. Yeah, Two Guys and a Girl was better. Didn't make him a star, though. I know. Still great, though. Right. And the fact that he can't find it anywhere pisses me off. Oh, my God. What, Terry? She is in, like... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen pre production movies. Wow. <laughs> I'm looking this up while you're talking to because I wanted to see this. Or yeah. pre production things. Not necessarily She's movies. still been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Just nothing like. Nothing great. No. And Beef. she was in one of the worst movies of all time. Um. Oh, God damn it. I've already forgotten the name of the movie. She was in... Oh, she was on an episode of The Boys. She was? Yeah, as Tara Reid. Wow. Andy the Talking Hedgehog. My God. With Dean Kane. This was rated two. Yeah. Okie dokie. My Alone goodness. in the Dark. That's what it was. One of the worst video game adaptations of all time. Oh, with Christian Slater? Yeah. I never saw that one. Oh, and it I, is so bad. And I love terrible video game movies so bad is my go or your go uh uh, it's my go you go then uh so for melody our blonde drummer i went with drummer drummer well blonde she's blonde in the comics who cares whatever i went with uh bella thorne okay because she's stupid wow (laughs) misogynistic a lot have you ever seen her in anything she always plays that character i i know (laughs) Um, it was it the babysitters. No, she was good in those in those things. Everyone was funny and stupid in those things. And the Duff. Yeah, I didn't see the Duff. Um, Scream show. She's apparently on American Horror Stories. Yeah. Um, 
but she, she tends to play that character. Yeah, she plays. She can play that like nothing against what. No, I already forgot her name. Bella Thorne. Thank you. Wow, that was fast. She <laughs> she's a highly intelligent person. But uh, yeah, she she does tend to play those parts. But that's I I like. I like one of the things they did a little bit with Tara Reid was the fact that there was a moment or two in this where she was super smart about something, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it she was dumb. Yeah. And then there was that scene where she had a karate fight. With the guards. <laughs> you can keep that in. You just got to go like full on, like actually good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want but, kind like, of the... How, how funny would it be if that, that scene with Carson Daly and the other Carson Daly trying to kill the two turned out to be this like super choreographed fight scene with clearly not them. Yeah. Like clearly stunt doubles. Like one of them has yeah. a beard clearly. <laughs> so we just turned this into a Mel Brooks movie. But like, you know what I mean? Like how funny yeah. would that be? Yes. It would be pretty good. Yeah. And I'm just sitting on the back being like, oh no. Uh, but yes, Bella Thorne, I think, because she can play the cheerleading yes, type style character yeah. that loves everything, I think she would do this well. So I agree. Who's your melody? Um, I picked who's uh, your drummer? Blue DeBarro. Barrio, my apologies. Um, you won't know her. Uh, she's in the Star Trek Discovery. Um, she is an amazing character on that show. Blue? Yeah, B-L-U. Okay. I'll look her up while you're B-L-U, done. B-L-U, and then hey, space, D-E-L, and you should find her by then. Blue um, Hunt? Oh, okay, I found her. So, yeah. yeah. Completely forgot her character's name at the moment. Uh, uh, Star Trek is yeah. Adira. Yeah, Adira. Thank you. Um, but yeah, she's, she's really, really good on the show. She has this great emotional range, um, which I like. But it's also... She's... Only got five things to her name, yeah, and that so. is one of them. No, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, she. I don't know. I just like like with Brianna Hildebrand as well. Like I just really like her as an actress. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, yeah, put her I'm, in there. I'm not, good job. So go team, yeah. team Melody, team drummer. Now bass player, bass player. Valerie, and I guess backup vocals. Valerie Brown, Rosario Dawson. Rosario. Okay, this is going to be tough. Uh, what is Rosario known for? <sighs> Rosario Dawson. Okay, well, you're not going to get any of these. <laughs> she's not known for Clerks too. <laughs> she is not known for Clerks. <laughs> she's not known for any of the Marvel stuff. Then I'm she's guessing. not known for that. You might get her for one thing that she was known for. <laughs> this is a weird section of movies. No, I'm out then. If they, she's not known for the things okay. she's known for. She's not a known rent. Oh, unstoppable. The Chris Pine Denzel Washington no, train movie. It. Eagle Eye with Shia LaBeouf and Lego Batman. She's Barbara Gordon. Oh, jeez. How is she known for that, but not known for basically? Carrying the whole Netflix Marvel, other than Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio. I don't know. Or, yeah. yeah. I would have known her from Clerks, too, but... Yeah. And something else. I know her from something else. She's been in lots of stuff. I don't know. So. I'm trying to remember, but... Hmm. But, like, I remember this being, like, one of the first things I saw her in. Yeah, she's... It's funny, because one of the... 
one of the trivia of this is she's the only one that managed to really come back from this movie. This is her 10th thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, Rachel Lee Cook pretty much dropped off after this. Tara Reid went Tara Reid way. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Alan Cummings. This was only a year before Men in Black 2. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Jesus. Yep. And then The Adventures of Pluto Nash that same year. Oh, we still got to do that one day. No. We yep. really don't. Movies that flopped. We've already done it once. We'll do it again. Yeah. Who's have, your... Yeah. God, who, she's been in... Yes. Who's your Valerie? Um, I went with uh, Tati Gabrielle. Uh, did you see the Uncharted movie? Yes. She was the bad girl. Joe. The bad girl. Like the... The, the, the woman, love interest? The woman who was in... No, the woman who was the bad person. Oh, okay. The bad guy. The bad guy. Yeah. The ultimate bad guy, because she ended up killing the bad guy. <laughs> you know. But you know what I mean. Yes. Blonde hair. Kicked ass. I liked her. I thought she was cool. Cool. That's the only reason. What? <laughs> like... What else do I need them for? They need to look cool. They're rock stars. She looked cool. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that. Right? So, yeah. And, like, the movie was a stupid story, but, like, she played it campily and fun and serious the whole time. Like, mm -hmm. you know, this, even the fact that she was standing on a flying pirate ship and she was still playing it as serious as she could be, like, that's God, well like, done, right? It's, God, like, that stupid scene. Yeah. Just, hey, instead of, you know... <laughs> taking both ships why don't you just take the one ship yeah. and get half as rich you still get 2.5 billion dollars <laughs> yeah and drop the ship and then fly after them in the helicopter because guess what they're in a flying pirate ship they ain't going that far <laughs> you're gonna notice if they <laughs> anyway <sighs> yes who did you have um for Valerie, yes, I went with what I thought was going to be the obvious choice. I went with Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya. Yeah, I thought I was going to say that wrong. I don't know why. It's been a long day. You don't know why you're saying it wrong, or you don't know why you picked her. Oh, I don't know why. I was. I feel like I always say it wrong. Yeah. Zendaya, because she's awesome. Yes, she, she is. can sing. Yes, she can. Um, I was hoping to get people that could actually sing, but not a prerequisite. But I don't think that's was Have actually Rachel Lee Cook and everything. No, no, yeah. it wasn't. They had to go to band camp. And Just they the still couldn't play enough to be on the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. But it's not easy to play instruments. No. But I think she can bring that. I mean, we're always going to compare back to Spider-Man, right? Like, she can bring that same energy, the MJ energy to this. Where it's that kind of aloofness of it, but then it's secretly it's also I do want to be famous as well and yeah. not be left behind. And I think she would just do that so well. I agree. And she's great. She is great. Well, that's my Valerie. Okay. Super cute Rachel Lee Cook. I have to put that in there. I forgot how actually attractive <laughs> so she was. So adorable. And now, <laughs> now I'm like, ah, oh, because we might see her at Comic Con. We're not going to Comic Con. Emerald City. 
It's a Comic-Con. It's a Comic-Con. Not going to Dude, be the Comic-Con. What is she known for? She's all that. She is known for She's All That. Chelsea and the Pussycats. No. No? Uh, Love Guaranteed. No idea. A Midsummer's Night Dream from 2017. Nope. And 1114. Cool. With Patrick Swayze. Aw. From 2003. But yes, Rachel Lee Cook is the woman who is not attractive because she's wearing overalls and has her hair up. And glasses. Don't forget the glasses. Um, yeah, she's only attractive when she, you know, puts on a sexy dress and lets her hair down and takes her glasses off. It's not always just, you know what, I've, I haven't seen She's All That, or if I have, I haven't seen it in a very long time. All I remember is not another teen movie. Yes. Where they basically made fun of that. Um, ah, yeah. oh, but she has her hair uh, down. Yeah. And her, her, she has paint all over her overalls. <laughs> The fact that she's like superly hard painting and it's just like a terrible stick figure. Ah, Chris oh. Evans. <laughs> wow. That was great. But yeah, she's uh, as we said, she's known for a lot of voice acting nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something she, I didn't know until recently was yeah. that she's the voice of Tifa. Yeah. Tifa Lockhart for a lot of things. Final not Fantasy Explorers. Yeah, not the remake though, which I found a little weird. But I guess they. Hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Has to ask her when we see. <laughs> Don't play it. Why aren't you in the remake? <laughs> yeah. Oh no! So, now I gotta go see if I can find a VHS she, copy. She is. She is in one of my favorite like Alan Rickman comedies that no one has ever heard of. Uh, called Blow Dry. Um, it's about a um, hair styling competition in this small town in, in England. Uh, it's a, like a competition between Alan Rickman and Bill Nye. And it's just so funny. And she ha- and she plays the American child of Bill Nye's character or something like that. And um, Josh Hartnett plays Alan Rickman's son and with a terrible, terrible English accent. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just that stupid level of like British humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very mm-hmm. funny movie. So if you want to go see a funny movie with Alan Rickman in it, we should. Yeah, that's a good one. Our tribute to him. So I guess Welcome I'm up. My you Josie, are. Josie McCoy. Mm-hmm. I chose Naomi Scott. Okay, I can see it. Almost exactly, actually. Same kind of hair. Right. I guess. Oh, yeah, okay. Just not the red. Well, no, it's but not like the same kind of haircut. Yes. Right? She has a shorter Ooh. haircut. <laughs> um, but again, I went for somebody that I thought could at least sing. She did sing in apparently Aladdin. Did she? When she was Jasmine. I think she did. I didn't actually look it up. I should have looked it up. Sorry. I have to say this. You can keep talking about her in a second. Rachel DeCook is in the Spirit Halloween movie coming out. The Spirit Halloween movie. Yep. Like uh, you heard me right. Spirit about, Halloween. About the when a Halloween store opens in its deserted strip mall, <laughs> three friends, thinking they've outgrown trick or treating, decide to spend the night locked inside. But it's a night filled of spook-filled something. Something. That, that's actually incredibly awesome. You know yeah. what? Yeah, she totally does have the same hair. Yeah, I know. It's. <laughs> Um, that was exactly the picture I was thinking of. Yes, it does. I mean, it does say she's multi-talented actor, singer, and songwriter. So I'm assuming she can actually sing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she can play a very similar Josie, but a All little right. bit more 
Yeah, I agree. Acting chops to her. Sorry, Rachel Lee Cook. Hey. <laughs> Didn't love her because of her acting. No. So yeah. her voice work is impeccable, though. Like from like I played all of the Kingdom Hearts games, and she's in all of them. Like yeah, she's great. It's Tifa. Yeah, yeah, she does. Not only is Tifa, work. but she plays another character whose name I can never remember because it's Kingdom Hearts, and no yeah. one remembers anything about Kingdom Hearts games. So <laughs> unless you're insane, go. Yes. Hold on. <laughs> I'm only gonna I'm gonna plug one thing from YouTube. Go okay. watch Starbomb. Starbomb mm-hmm. is a comedy troupe that does music video or music game music about video games. Okay. Their third one is games with simple plots, Kingdom Hearts. The first one is Final Fantasy, the second one is Metal Gear Solid, and the third one is Kingdom Hearts. And it's the funniest shit because it's just not simple plot. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, who is your Josie McCoy? Well, you already talked about her enough, but I picked Zendaya. Oh, yeah, there we go. I assumed... <laughs> For all the reasons you just said. I assumed we were probably going to have her in both of these at some um, point. I picked her because of the fact that, one, she can sing, but also because she has that punk rock, oh, yeah. especially as as MJ. So that's kind of like punk rock nonchalantness that she just nails. So And then, like... You have her as like the kind of the MJ from the Spider-Man movies, and then you throw her when she becomes famous. You get her to look like the Zendaya who's on all the magazine mm-hmm. covers, right? And like just the dichotomy of those two individuals. Yeah, they would, uh... be, would be funny in the movie. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I, I assumed we were probably gonna have her in the to, same spot. To, I thought like last week we were gonna do that with all the with four female leads yeah i thought we'd at least pick some people who were the same but we didn't i was very excited yeah, we're doing good so far yeah, he's got two more movies to do this month god why do we choose musicals because we're always looking for people that like no you don't they don't need to sing i well, that's true the rest mm-hmm. of these wait Try to remember what the rest of these movies are this month, but I can't. So, well, where can they find us, Chris? Well, you can find us in all podcast services. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or just type in "recasted" in your search bar and hopefully hit the one that has us on it. If we have, if it's got the most the most episodes, it's us. Yes. So check it out. There's, I believe we're approaching our 200th episode. I think by the end of this year we'll hit 200. If we haven't already, we'll have to actually look that up one point. Um, but you can find me on Etsy at the Knut Comic Guy store, as well as on Instagram. Okay. Where can they find Danielle? Uh, you can find her at Fiona Veer on Instagram. And you can find me right here on this She's going to stop getting plugs when she's not on the episodes. <laughs> Done. All right. <laughs> well, we're halfway through. Yeah, we yeah, are. There's only, there's only four four episodes this month Mm -hmm. halfway through we're halfway there oh living on a prayer shut up bon jovi thank god there's no movie about that crappy band (gasps) that's right why are we friends (laughs) right well from all of us here at recasted go watch almost famous